Good morning. Let's see what we got here. You're still coming through, but not now. Let's see. I don't know if you have to mute yourself. Yeah, see, like when I'm controlling it, I can just mute all. But you have to mute. You have to mute everybody. Let's try this again. There you good go. morning. Good morning. Yeah, there we go. Good morning. Happy Wednesday. One more day till golf. Yeah, that's right. We will be. We'll probably be. Warming up or something tomorrow or stretching or yeah. pulling up and getting a golf cart. I don't know, something like that. Some pre-golf activity. Yeah, I do wonder if Are I wake we up like I did. Oh, yeah. Definitely. We're going to walk it. Yeah. Come on, man. We got to get exercise. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Good point. Good point. Do they have little, like, push carts or do yes. we actually just, yes. like, literally drag in our bags? No, no. They have push carts. Especially that early, they'll have plenty. I just hope we don't play with – there's a guy that I sometimes play with out there. And he's like pretty good. He's a decent golfer, but he always makes an excuse about how he's actually better, <laughs> but like he's not playing better. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> he's like, I, only... I can I can actually hit the ball this far. It's like okay, but my arm it hurts or my legs they're not great. It's like oh, okay, sure, yeah. sure. Like, I believe you on your disabilities, right? They're not disabilities, but, like, your, you know, hindrances. But I just can't get behind the fact that you're just making excuses. I mean, <laughs> I've played golf long enough that, I mean, if I've played – I've hit shots in any singular time that if I put all my best shots together, I'd probably shoot par. <laughs> <laughs> Like, when I'm out there and I hit it, like, the other day when I was hitting shanks, I was just laughing because I was like, okay, this is what's going to be. Because it's not, you know, you, you can't justify a bad shot. <laughs> you hit a bad shot. <laughs> I'm capable of hitting good shots. I'm currently not. <laughs> yeah, basically. Oh, man. What a night last night in D.C. Did you see any of that stuff? The, no, um, I didn't see it. Oh, uh-uh. my goodness. No. You didn't, you didn't open your Epic Times this morning? I don't, even, I, I don't even know what that is i gotta somehow figure out how to unsubscribe to that because well for some for whatever reason sometimes um and this is one of those cases i mean it's actually my client's name yeah and, that's what i was wondering uh, and, and, and i opened I, it up I, I didn't uh i i mean i i don't understand i never asked for this like they're you know i'm only you know i, I gotta figure out what it is are they messing huh. with you or is it like you no, because I've actually I've done the Economist before, and I've had to call oh, and yeah. be like, "Hey, like, maybe you're just on their list of like people to get subscribe, you know, subscriptions." Well, yeah, but but can't you? I mean, I I don't want it. I don't like things being delivered <laughs> to my house. It makes oh, it I look know. like I'm not home if I don't grab something, and like oh, I, I don't, know. I don't, I want paperless. Like I don't yes. like. I mean, like. That's what I, I, I get it that like, like why would you I, get... I get that the Epic Times is a periodical that people get charged for reading, and that's all well and good, and I'm sure I'd pay for it if there was a world where I wanted to subscribe to it, but I don't, and I don't want the paper outside my house. <laughs> and the person delivering it is like, okay, that's the kind of guy he is. <laughs> yeah. I don't he's want a, your free newspaper. He's an Epic Time. Yeah, he's an Epic Time reader. Well, I mean, I guess the person delivering it probably sees that it's not me. It's that it's some That's true. Name. That's true. <laughs> some reason it's got my address slapped on it. Yeah, but last night, so what I was saying was last night, um, 
in I guess Columbia Heights and like 14th Street, there were outside like protesters were just coming down the street. And at some point, there were a couple of outside diners, you know, people dining outside. And they started like harassing them in like in mass. Like, you know, there was video of like one lady just sitting there like, you know, I'm just having a good time. I'm like, you know, I mean, I don't know. Maybe she said something to them like that was like whatever, like that's crap. All lives matter. Who knows? But like whatever, whatever provoked these people to like go up to her. They were like, white silence is violence and all this, like, you know, about Black Lives Matter, like right in her face. I mean, like, you know, like this close. And I'm just thinking, that's why I don't dine out. <laughs> you know, like I just don't do it. I don't, I mean, I would be, I, I think they would probably just. Wait, you don't something. dine out because of the pandemic or you don't dine out because of the point <laughs> oh, 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 one percent chance that someone's going to confront you. Both. Nobody would probably confront me at places that I would dine out, though, I would say. Because I would just go along with it. I mean, I'm happy to see protesters personally. Yeah, that's I'm actually, that's, truthfully, I think that's me, too. I don't know what you don't see on camera or maybe it was completely different. But I mean, like, I actually think. I mean, and we're out in a few different places. Yeah, well, all I'm saying is I think if I were in a situation like that, I think I'd be like, let's walk. I'll walk with you. Come on. I'm just like, I support you. Let's go. I just don't care. Like, I don't protest, but I'm not like against protest. Exactly. But that's the thing. But I mean, like, on some level, on some level, I think it's that. I mean, like, what, Jonathan, what do you and I technically have to actually go protest? We're straight, white, male, like, I'm I, like, there's the world isn't set up for us to be like, we, you and I don't like confront things in our daily routines that are like, we'd like to see something change. Like what is going to make you and me go like, we support our fellow citizens and we support our friends. But I mean, like truly yeah, that's where that's or where you like, now. or yeah, no, no, I know exactly. And that's what I'm saying. I mean, like in a situation like that, I think I'd be like, Hey, I get where you're coming from. Like this, you and I have talked about there being systemic issues. That doesn't necessarily mean that Jonathan is doing it or that Scott is doing it. But I think if I randomly was in that situation, I think I would be like, hey, I can diffuse this situation that we're currently in because I support you. What would you like to see from your fellow citizen? If I saw that? it coming, I would yeah. be dashing and dining oh, and dashing. Well, okay. Are you joking? I if mean, I was like, well, oh, sure. If, oh, I got If that. it was like coming down pen, I'm like, mm. Yeah. See y'all. Well, and also I'd be a little bit, I guess, but that's also why I'm not dining out right now at all. It's just because I'm still of the mindset of I don't really want to be that physically close to somebody oh, yeah. that I don't know. Mm-hmm. And so because of the pandemic, less because of like, you know, these issues. And so I think if there are people who are like in my personal space, I'd be like, well, put a mask on. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so. mask or not, like don't get in my face. I don't know. But I don't know. What, again, you know, you only see like clips of the video. You right. Don't see. Right. Right. But there's no there's see, but that's the thing, right? And and this is this is the unfortunate part of it, right? You're right. Like I have nothing to protest. But if the protest turn into white silence is violence, then they want you to. You're compelled to. And I'm just like, I'm just never gonna be a protester like that. Because I mean, historically, it's been very you know the the programs and the policies and the regulations that are implemented after protest do like they seem good but they do more harm 
Like, we need, you know, like, defund the police is going to be one of the worst decisions ever, probably, if that actually happens, the way that it is. You know, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. I mean, I'm, I'm interested to see uh, the agenda. This, this weekend is, the you know, a big, another big. Well, I did know that. That's why you kind of caught me off guard when you said last night. Well, it's like a pretty... I know there's a big event Friday. Okay, sure. I, and like, I know that there was no. something that happened in Wisconsin that has actually caused. Oh, that in the, in the sports sports world, you see some of the athletes in the in the in the professional space uh, speak out. I think the Detroit Lions canceled the practice and protest, and you know, I, I I've seen some stuff like that. Canceled I, and a practice I, and protest. I mean, you know, are we gonna go Allen Iverson? How much more? How much more peaceful can we're you gonna be? Gonna go Allen Iverson on that? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just like. I get it from both sides. Like I, you know, like to me, the, the, the argument of, you know, there's only a few bad apples goes to both like the looters within the protesters and the horrible police officers. Yeah. I mean, you know, but the problem I is neither side, so, neither fucking side can see that really. So it goes well beyond that. Oh, of course it does. So, but I mean, see, like, it's but, not just know. like, you know, like, I, 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 yeah, yeah. But, I mean, yes, it does go well beyond that. But at the same time, like, it, that's what we're talking about. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not trying to go, like, super deep. We're saying your actions are doing this, right? Like, yes, if there's a, if, if there's a structure of systematic racism in America, then that's, you know, that's one thing. But the reason that it's so, like, much of a big-ass deal is because there's a lot of violence from the police to black people too. I think this is like, a catalyst. You know what I mean? But like, if if, there, if we were just like, oh, there's a lot of systematic racism, but there was a lot of black people getting mayor positions and head of, head of, you know, head of companies positions, then people would be like, whatever, you know, like that's the case, you know, like, mm, yeah, 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 definitely. I just think it's a catalyst. What's a catalyst? The violence. I mean, I think it's a, I mean, I don't know. Well, actually, not not even this. Well, actually, I, I'll even make it. Okay, so I'll make it more broad than just the violence. Driving while black, randomly getting harassed because you're walking down the street. Uh, you know, people getting yeah. shot while you're walking away. I mean, like, there's all. I mean, like, so that's the violence. Well, the part. one in Kenosha. I mean, like, there's just there's just someone. I mean, the chances no. of like it's so like. What would you have to be disorderly to someone throw handcuffs on you versus what do you have to be doing as just a young black man to have handcuffs thrown on you? Well, unfortunately, there is a lot of guilty by association in certain neighborhoods, just any neighborhood. I mean, you know, white, there's a lot of white violence. I'm not trying to be like reverse racism here, but there's, you know, there's a lot of white violence out there, too. And yeah, and they talk about the and great they're person guilty that, that young man could be. Yeah, but no, no, they don't. Not always. Ooh. No, they don't. Not always. No, they don't. Oh, you're no, sure they don't. not always, but I'm not making no, some always thing. No, they don't. They talk about you ain't shit too. You know, like it doesn't like that's if you come from a good family, if it's a class situation, sure. Like if it was a good solid family, and you're like, wow, he still has the potential. But like, there's a lot of deadbeat motherfuckers out there. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's don't forget you don't see them getting shot a lot. I don't know. No, you don't see the video of them getting shot a lot. I mean, because they because they got guns and they're running away. You know what I mean? Like, they're you know, the thing is that 
for me, what happened in Kenosha was like you just don't need to do that. Like I, I, I the whole police situation there and like anywhere, like you per- personally, like I don't think you need to do that. Like you have if that is his car and it wasn't stolen, then you know where he lives. You know that his sons and his ex wife or whatever. Did you read it? Did you see what like do you saw the video or no? Uh, I, I no, I haven't seen this. Well, you were talking about no. it was the Kenosha thing, so like yeah, I saw. Yeah. I, I brought. I know that was the last, the most recent event. You gotta see the video and read the articles, man, to yeah, get up on this knowledge. My sure. <laughs> I know you're not. You know, I know it's not like a big deal for business, but you know, Kenosha. I don't know much about Kenosha, the city. I know it's near nearest nearer Chicago. Chicago you know, right, it's right. like a, an hour away or whatever. Uh-huh. You know, I know that. Long time ago, I had a girlfriend in, that lived in Florida that was from you know Chicago, and she lived in Kenosha, whatever. But like, the idea is that if you're a police officer and you're in a domestic violence situation where you're trying to de-escalate, you don't go run after somebody with a gun, you know, especially not unless you want you, to. Not a, not well, you know, you you should not be trained to do that. Let me specify. <laughs> You should not be trained to run after somebody with a gun, mm-hmm. you know, especially the, even if they are. That's, that's the thing that's interesting is because I think there are people who are itching to do that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, there, there's, I mean, I'll give you an example. There's an interesting situation, and this has been, I mean, it's been oh, at least 10 years, but I'm from Tulsa, Oklahoma. They had a situation where there was an individual in the community who for whatever reason was able to volunteer as a police officer sometimes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, do you know this story? No, I just, but I, I have, know the, there's stories like this. People like to get into this type of situation Yeah, because yeah, they, because they yeah. want to hurt people because they, they can bully people. Yes. Yeah. So this yeah. individual is, I think probably, I, I would assuming has like, you know, strong financial ties and I'll just leave it at that. And gotcha. is able to go be a ride-along police officer whenever they, I guess, they feel like being aggressive. Gotcha. Yeah. So this individual is has uh, they've apprehended someone who is resisting arrest, and this yeah. individual goes to tase the citizen, right. and instead grabs his gun and shoots and kills him. Mm. That's crazy. This man's walking around free. Yeah. I mean, that's not a police officer. Right, right. Shoots and kills somebody. So what was the defense from the police about his actions? Because that seems like an easy, um, that's murder, you're going to jail. I'm witnessing you murdering this person. Usually eyewitnesses are pretty easy to, you know, especially if you're at the scene and you're like, yo. Well, they probably just took a good, strong look at all the good things that gentleman has done for the community of Tulsa. And, you know, the the, the bad person that, you know, that all the justifications for shooting this individual for resisting arrest. And like that's in the 2000s or early 2010s. That's yes. In Tulsa, Oklahoma, that's just everyone looks the other way. The class, the class warfare. I mean, but I the guy was black, is what you're saying. The guy that is shot. Yes. Yeah. But it doesn't matter, other than the fact that I mean, like we, I'm trying to paint a picture that there are sometimes there well, are people who because, just wake up and know. they, there, it's human infallibility. People have bad days, and I think sometimes people are like, I think the, I think what I, I'm going to make an assumption, an assumption. You know what happens when you make assumptions, but I'm making an assumption here that the individual, the reason that there was a 
not a de- instead of de-escalating a situation yeah, the, yeah. there was human infallibility involved and the police officer made a split second decision that made an yeah. unprofessional decision and was like, made a conscious decision of i'm going to shoot this person so the guy but so time out so like the guy had a taser yeah he, had a taser. he thought he was grabbing the taser i don't think it was premeditated i mean I, I mean i don't know anything about the case other than the fact that i just explained to you from like open yeah. source like something i read about 10 over probably over 10 years ago yeah. it was it was news in tulsa at the time but the That's individual up. i i would imagine the individual was not shooting to kill the individual thought they grabbed the taser but instead grabbed the gun but oh i don't know hmm maybe that's not why you let citizens be cops for a day yeah because you could accidentally grab the long l-shaped weapon and shoot some and kill kill and kill somebody like that's I, definitely one reason i mean they, I, <laughs> it's definitely one reason yeah, one reason i'm sure there's plenty others i'm sure there there are well there are definitely definitely many others i mean it's cops but who I mean, are trained who are i mean like they're oh I mean, yeah you know, i'm sure these cops in kenosha like they looked at least the one that was so, did you see the video or not? You'd no, 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 I did not. Yeah, I did not. So I just know that it happened. To paint the picture, the video was taken across the street from, like, somebody's, you know, bedroom window or whatever. It looked like it was, you know, second floor. And they were looking, you know, at the situation kind of nearer to the end of it, at least mm-hmm. the video showed. So, you don't know. If, like, it seemed like the guy was there trying to get his son and he had a little, like, tiff with his ex-wife or ex-girlfriend or something. And so he's like, told his son to go get in the car from the story below the video. So the video starts, I guess, after the son went and got in the car. And the guy, you can't tell whether he, the body camera footage isn't released, obviously. You can't tell whether he was being told to stay right there. Let's talk this out. Tell me what's going on. Or whether, you know, it was a situation like turn around, you're under arrest or what? Or whether it was just them talking to him, right? You don't know. So I can, because I can imagine in a heightened emotional sense somebody being like look man i got my kid i'm out i'm out am i under arrest no okay bye right that's it you know we're done and what they show in the video is he's on the passenger side of the car he's walking back to the driver's side the cop is following him like a dog hunting you know like you know like with his gun drawn and then the guy opens his car door he, you know, he's trying to get in his car, reaching into his car, making sure. And for me, from my perspective, it's like making sure his sons are fine in the car. Like, you guys good? Good, we're good. But maybe he was reaching for something. Maybe not. I don't know. But in that moment, that's when he got shot and paralyzed. I mean, he got shot like five times or so. I don't know. It was, it was a lot. So for me, it's really hard from a video to tell exactly what's going on. But, like, I'm just saying this on a broad – because there's no way we can Monday morning quarterback it without all the information to begin with. True. I mean, I get, you I, know? I, I, that's, that's true. And, like, true. everybody just wraps it up into sure, this sure, whole – Sure, sure, sure. No, you no, know, yeah, Blue yeah, cops killed another black person. That. I get I it. That. Yeah. It's, you know, this moment in time is fucked up. But you don't know exactly what's right. going on. Nah, I, I can't because I not tell you. His, his – the, the guy's girlfriend or ex-wife might be like – Thank God they came, the cops. Who knows? Maybe. Somebody called them. Somebody Maybe. Somebody called them. They didn't just show up out of the fucking blue. Like, cops usually just don't show up out of the blue. Somebody calls them. Probably. Unless, so. you know. I mean, like, the and for instance, the guy that, you know, killed the, killed the officer, was he, like, speeding? What was happening in that sort of scenario? The one in Tulsa. 
Just curious. Oh, I haven't a slightest idea. I, I, I don't remember anymore why the individual was resisting <clears throat> arrest and why, right. the, you know, the, 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 the cop for, you know. Right. Because here's a situation, right, for my own personal life. I, the girl from Kenosha slash Chicago. So, like, we, we were together. We lived together. She had a baby, right? And I thought it was mine. So this is, like, real deep. I thought it was mine. So we lived together in like a three bedroom apartment in Coral Springs, Florida, near Parkland for people that know Parkland. And, you know, we had a dog and, you know, one night you're just nuts because, you know, you have this baby and or she's pregnant at this point. And like, you know, you're just fighting because we weren't like made for each other to begin with. You know what I mean? So one night, like, I don't know, just in like a fit of idiocy, one of us pushed 911 and then hung up. So they came to the apartment. Yeah. So like I answer and, you know, they, they separate us. Oh, sure. They put me in one room, her in another, and they're talking. And they're like, you know, what's going on? They're mostly asking her, is he beating you? Probably. Sure. Right? So what happened at the end of that was we both calmed down. And what I ended up doing, they were like, listen, sir, for the night, you need to go find somewhere else. So that's what happened. I went and stayed in a hotel for a night and came back the next day and we cooled off and everything went back, you know, quasi to normal, basically. Right. We got on with our lives. We didn't hate each other. It was in a moment of, you know, because when you're 20 fucking four or five years old, you, you know, emotions run goddamn high. So like in that situation, I could see if I was a real hothead motherfucker trying to do something and a cop puts me on the ground with fucking handcuffs behind my and takes me to jail that would have easily happened so you know you step aside you cool off and you never know what happened you know some of them that most police officers the statistics are they get killed in domestic violence situations yeah I was, gonna, I, I was gonna say that is also true not gonna argue with you so like i don't know man <laughs> it's just rough when you're thinking about like I know. the different scenarios and you know the whole thing is like yeah maybe in certain cases you know the guy takes his kids the police just let him go and it starts to become a thing you know your police just let you resist arrest because they think they're going to catch up to you later and then sometimes they don't you know sometimes you skip town with three kids that you know you kidnap whatever maybe you don't you know you're not found for a while you got to use more police resources I mean, there's a lot of, like, layers in mm-hmm. this whole thing, you know, mm-hmm. and I feel like it's, people are being very overly simplistic, not us per se, but just, like, the movement is being overly simplistic by how hard things have been. And I, you know, I get it. I get it. I get it. So, you know, that's why we're having these talks, buddy. Yeah, it is. That's true. <laughs> I mean, this this is one of the main pillars of why we have started doing these podcasts. I mean, it's <clears throat> because, yeah, you know, I, yeah. I mean, I follow like conservative Instagrams. I follow liberal mm-hmm. Instagrams. Sure. Cause I like, you know, cause I'm a libertarian. So like, I'm, I try to stay more middle of the road. I don't try to get caught up into either one. Sure. But I see both using the same tactics. Oh yeah, yeah like, of course. <sighs> you Very know. much so. So that's just what it is, man. So yeah, I mean that's that's going on this weekend. Friday, yeah, I did. Saturday, I do know that. Sunday. Yeah, right, 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 right. And I hope they have a million people here. Mm-hmm. I mean, don't get me wrong. I want them to have 
a full showing. Mm-hmm. You know, I I also want it to be as peaceful as possible. You know, yep. and you know, only time will tell. Only time will tell. Yeah. Uh, I remember you know, having this feeling whenever uh, there was going to be. Well, no, they ended up being uh, the president Trump had a rally in Tulsa in June and it was rescheduled uh, because it right. was falling on the same day as the commemoration of the, the race riots from 100 years ago. And, um, you know, it was right after. Well, I mean, we're still in a pandemic, but it was kind of at, the, at a juncture where in June we were trying to reopen or I don't know yeah. the right verbiage for this. But, you know, if you recall those all those events uh, happening at the same time in about the third week of June, second, third week of June. And, uh, and the feeling I had of like, Oh man, like Tulsa is kind of under the spotlight. I hope things are, you know, yeah. I hope the city's yeah. well represented. I hope things are managed to be peaceful yeah. and, you know, professional. And this isn't, you know, a, a, a situation where, you know, something bad turns into something much, much, much worse. But, uh, yeah. I've kind of had that feeling, I guess, going into this weekend because now it's in our own community, and also, oh, yeah. also DC, obviously, as well. You know, every every year we have certain, you know, not potentially a million, but I mean, upwards of a million people come in for any one given event in DC annually. So, the police force, the park police, the you know, so many government officials. Forces. Yeah, I would imagine community organizers who are involved in this kind of know the lay of the land. And that, you know, I think everything yeah, will be yeah. okay. But yeah, I mean, I, I reflect your sentiment of, I hope everything is successful and peaceful. Yeah. I mean, thankfully, downtown is pretty, pretty empty. I mean, I, oh, there yeah. are some condo buildings and apartment buildings around, you know, like city center and into Chinatown and, you know, stuff like that. But and I guess on the other side of the White House from 17th to 21st, it's mostly just, you know, offices. Yeah, it's a lot of offices. So it's not it's not going to hit our neighborhood, I hope. You know, it's funny because, um, you know, my wife's mom is, <laughs> she's like, November 2nd, no matter what, you guys got to be up here in Northwest D.C., you know, Capitol Hill, you don't know what's going to happen. Oh, you know, interesting. No matter really? what, no matter what, I'm like, come on. You no know, kidding. Yeah. Oh, I haven't I, even actually thought that far ahead. I guess that's an interesting. It's not that huh. far from now. Well, no. I. I yeah. Yeah. It's not. I. Uh, I just never. That, that didn't cross my mind. What? What's her rationale? She's sixty-five. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Like I don't think there's no okay. rationale. I don't know. Okay. Well, the rationale is the idea that regardless of whether Trump or Biden wins, there's going to be something happened personally it you know since we live in a blue state or you know district it's probably more if trump wins there will be something happen but you know i don't think there's going to be a whole lot of people come here to dc that are you know necessarily you know republican what is it called you know like antifa for republicans or whatever Right. You know, I don't even know what that would be, but like they're not they're not coming in here to D.C., I don't think. So it would be more likely that if Biden wins, Trump just acts like an asshole, you know, 
versus if Trump wins, it could be a situation. Yeah, protest. Like, the, remember the last, you were, I guess, were in Navy Yard then, but Allegra and I walked down, not all the way in, but they had the, uh, the women's march. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like, I mean, there was a million women. Mm-hmm. I mean, there, was, there was a lot of people. Yeah, there were. I mean, yeah. So something like that that's not as peaceful. That's you know that that's the whole thing with her. Personally, I think it's it's like everything else. Fear, it's never as bad as you fear it is. You know, especially not if the asteroid hits. You heard about that, right? Yeah, there's like right before election day, there's supposed to be a big asteroid that passes by. That's very yeah. 2020. I think is actually what the article verbatim said. So it's not the the very 2020 part is not my joke. It was the actual like whatever Washington wow. Post article. They're gonna the asteroid's gonna hit. Actually, what's gonna happen from like my intelligence sources? <laughs> I can't keep a straight face when I say that. From my intelligence sources, it's not really an asteroid. That are, that is the alien ship. It's mm. hurling. It's gonna stop real close, and then the world's gonna stop and be like, "Wait a second, we're not the only people in the fucking universe. Why aren't we treating each other like dog shit?" Let's, you know, let's figure this out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's you know? actually, that's always been very much my theory in the sense that, you know, <laughs> it's, 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 it's like Independence Day. I mean, only whenever we actually have a larger than our existence antagonist do we stop treating each other like antagonists. And maybe they have some, like, really good, you know, drugs, drugs that they just engulf the earth in like this mind clearing you know love creating drug of course people don't think of aliens that way because we're fearful people are like they're gonna come and kill us like ants on a anthill i like <laughs> your theory better that they're gonna come and give us some type of ecstasy yeah you know i'd be like guys chill the fuck out hmm. there's a bigger universe out there you guys are smart enough to uh get there but you can't go around killing each other I like your version of aliens, motivational speakers. We should make a movie. Yeah. <laughs> you write a script, man. I'll sell it. <laughs> I'm gonna have to write the script based off of your theory of what aliens are. First of all, who is gonna be making movies? <laughs> Good thing they got Wonder Woman already made. I don't know what other movies are. There? I guess they got the. Uh, I saw on HBO Max. This is a tangent. So on HBO Max, they have like the Justice League coming next year. Oh, on Apple, they have that that uh, show, the Foundation. It's actually like a science fiction. It was a mm-hmm. book a long time ago. I started There's to read something. It, but... I I saw something on Amazon because I use a fire stick that on Amazon prime, there's something called like love in the time of Corona or something, which looks like very, well, it looks very much like something that's been put together in the last six months. Like, you know, I mean, I'm not saying I don't mean it to mean like low budget, but I mean, like it looks like it's shot in like short little love stories and like people grappling with like, you know, quarantine. It's better than the Blair witch project as far as the quality. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Because the cameras today are real good, you can do a yeah, Blair Witch project. I, I don't, you know, I, I, they look. I'm sure they're great actors. I, they're not someone that I like recognize. It looks like some right. people's like first main roles and things, and you right. know, like they're probably That's taking a few more risks showing up to like studios because of the pandemic. And yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like Walking Dead. That's a show that I watch here. 
and they 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 canceled not canceled they withdrew the final episode because they had to do post production and they just haven't done it and I guess they're releasing in October six more episodes to kind of satiate you know the uh, the need because Walking Dead at one point was the you know most watched cable yeah oh yeah i know 16 17 million viewers yeah well i got a funny story this is the one thing i know about walking dead and i know when i say this you're going to go oh yeah i do know what you're talking about and then hopefully you're able to sympathize as someone who doesn't know the context and be like yeah that is kind of messed up so i was at (laughs) i was living in navy yard i was at blue jacket brewery great establishment great place it it was a sunday It was a Sunday. I do. I think the NFC East was in Sunday night football. I don't know if it was uh, Washington, but I remember being, you know, like I was watching it because it's NFC East. Uh, at least one of the teams playing was. And, yeah. um, and you know, it, it's a brewery and it starts it starts filling up, you know, and I'm not really paying too much attention. But, you mean, you know, typically bars don't start filling up at around 10 p.m. on Sundays or 9 p.m. on Sundays. Usually they're clearing out and like, oh, you know, yeah. there's some, there may be some stragglers like me, like watching a football game they're interested in. Well, I'm watching, I'm watching. It goes to commercial break. Oh. And then like before long, I realized the lighting has changed, <laughs> that all the TVs except the one I'm watching and the audio have all converted over to HBO for Walking Dead. Oh, HBO. Oh, you mean? Oh, was um, it HBO? I thought it was HBO. No, no, it's it not, not HBO. It's HBO like AMC Game or something. AMC, oh, yeah, that's AMC. right. AMC. AMC. Okay, so it all goes over to AMC. Yeah. The audio throughout the place is AMC. Oh, wow. And I'm watching football. And the next thing I know, yeah. like I'm looking. <laughs> hold on a minute, because nope. this gets yeah, this gets even. This you're gonna be like what? Because now I'm all of a sudden watching people get beaten to death with a baseball bat. And I'm like, I'm just trying to watch this. I look at the bartender and I'm like, like, what is happening? Like, why are these people getting murdered with a baseball bat? Like, this is disturbing. And and he's like, well, you clearly don't watch Walking Dead. This is like, and he was like, I think it's the most popular cable TV show. But he's like, truthfully, out of context, if you don't know what's going on, yeah, man, you really are just watching people get murdered with a baseball bat. (laughs) I'm like, I want my checks. Yeah, that's basically no it. context. It's just very disturbing. Yeah, well, maybe very disturbing. That's, you know, do you remember that episode? Do you know what yeah, I mean? Well, I guess the main character, some big. Which one? There's like seven well, of them. Oh, oh you well, mean like one, there was like okay, so is that the one where there was one guy with a bat and yes. it was like ten Killing people off, lined like, up? Characters. Yes, 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 yes. 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 So oh, that. That's, that was a good one. That was a that's good one. All I know about that show is I was watching football on one TV. All the other TVs, like I'm like the one guy that's who's funny. watching uh, sports, and then all the other TVs and audio. I'm like, you know, it that's just goes funny. within about five minutes of being like deeply disturbed. Me being like, please just give me the check. I'm leaving. <laughs> yeah, that would definitely do it. That and then sure they wanted it. that TV turned to Walking right. Dead, and they wanted me out of there. Well, so the whole bar turned into a watch party. Is what yeah. You're oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. I just and I wasn't really paying that close attention. It just realized that I did yeah. notice more people came in, and I'm like, well, that's kind of right random. And then, like, I'm yeah. sure it starts at nine, and then just yes. you know, at one commercial break, the audio switched over, and I'm like, okay, well, I mean, I can watch sports without. I don't really watch sports with audio on right. anyway. Right. And so, but then it just and if it had been. I mean, nobody told been, you. Nobody if told it had me. been a Walking Dead episode that wasn't that specific one, I probably would have been okay. Yeah. But it happened to be that one. 
Well, that's why everybody came to the bar, man. They're like, yeah. No, I know. I get it. But again, but it be it again. Out of context, like not it. knowing the story of any of these people or how they've got to this situation, I'm watching one man kill ten people with a baseball bat. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, in the show, it was more or less deserved by those by him for those people. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. I'm yeah, sure. I watch yes. shows where weird things happen. I mean, like, I'm not saying like. I mean, I, there might be a time I go back and watch Walking Dead. I only just like say like a little like that's anecdote funny. about like that's all I know about it, and it's just you know if you don't have any context, it's it's a little bit like intense. Yeah. Well, I'm just. I would hope that. Okay, back to like COVID shutting down productions. I just hope that the long-awaited Avatar fucking movies come out. Have you, did you ever see that movie? Uh, yeah. I'm all into that I shit. Did. I'm like a big Avatar. I mean, it was like 2008. And yeah, then it's... it was supposed to be the end of this year, not because of COVID. They switched it, but just James Cameron is like a perfectionist, I guess. Mm-hmm. So like next year, they're going to have it in the summer. And then every two years after that, they'll have like, so it'll be the second, third, fourth, and I think fifth. So like he's got all the like twenty the twenty twenties are gonna be James Cameron's like you know sail off into the sunset if he does it right I guess hmm. because he's not a young guy and mm-hmm. you know it's pretty amazing I don't know this movie these movies always were the best like so it took him like I guess five years six years just to like write and create you know the storyline and then another like four years to like start putting the productions into place. So, you know, it's very interesting. interesting. Yeah. So, like, that, that's just one movie. But, like, how many movies come out every year? Like, 2021 is going to be really freaking dry when it comes to movies. Because, well, they're already advertising. I I guess it's probably, I mean, I'm assuming it's in the pandemic. I've never seen something teased this far out. But there's a new Batman, yet again, a new Batman. They're recreating the, like, the one with the Riddler. And um, is it Ben Affleck? No, it's not. It's the dude from Good. Twilight, Robert Pattinson. Good. Good. So it's the one that's going along the storyline with the Joker. Did you watch the Joker? You know, I, 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 ha- I, yeah, I saw with Joaquin Phoenix. Yes, I did see that. Yeah. So Robert yeah. Pattinson is Batman, and right. I don't know who the Riddler is offhand. And I think the Riddler. That- and I think that the p- penguin is. Um, oh, I know who he is. I just who was in uh, uh, season two of um, True Detective. Um, he's like, oh, Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell is the penguin. He's the penguin. And so I see on Twitter the other day it's trending, and so like I watch a little teaser trailer, and it's like, do you know when the movie is set to be released? <laughs> yeah, they do it at the end. Halloween. Oh, 2021. Shut the fuck up. Come on, man. <laughs> it's August. How long? I like, I'm looking at my watch. I'm like, it's August. That's so long. Man. Oh, the Riddler is that guy. Oh, I, I, okay. What's his name? I, I know I've Paul seen him. Dano. In I know. He's okay, the okay. one yeah. that played. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he was at. Did you ever watch There Will Be Blood? Yep. He was the son. Yeah. Like of the farmer. They mm-hmm. tried to do the deal, mm-hmm. you know, with, with Daniel Day-Lewis and his character. Mm-hmm. And then when, Dan, when Daniel Day-Lewis was like, 
I just slurp it under you or whatever it was, whatever the scene was where he's like, I just drill and I just take all of your oil up under you because I own this and you didn't want to sell or whatever. I don't remember the context, but that was the guy. And he's been in other things too. I just remember him so vividly in that one. But yeah, like this year, James Bond got pushed. Yeah, got pushed. Yeah, that was supposed to be It's got to just come out because there's no way anybody's going to the theater in November to watch it. I don't know. Well, yeah. you, you, well, but you mean just really? You're talking about just the United States? Okay, maybe because once I you guess in China, it, then the whole world could like you know jailbreak it and then figure out yes. some way to watch it. So I mean, you think yes. if you're a big studio trying to make your make your money back, that you if you yes. release it, in the, especially in the United States, release it in the United States, my guess is that you know the rest of the world will end up having some viewership of it from their laptop. Well. Yes, probably so. Well, you got to put it out in America, but you got to do it digitally. You know what I mean? Yeah, but you probably could release app, it. But you, but there might be people around the world who go to the theaters yes. in November. So yes. once they go do that, then I'm not going to watch it. I'm not going to pay for it. I'll watch it for free. <laughs> no, like if somebody's got a nice HD camera, they're going to rip it if, if, if that's the case. But no, it's, well, it's that's never, always been the case. Though. I know. I know. It's, it's never, it's never, case. it's never good. It's never good. It's never not been the case. It's never good when you, when you see those though, they, they never have a good camera. I don't think yeah. I've ever seen one. I don't think I've ever watched one. Shut ever. up. You know, I don't, I don't really don't think I've ever, I don't, guy think, I don't think I've ever seen one where someone's just <laughs> filming in a movie theater. I really don't think I've ever actually seen it. I'm sure. Well, I mean, I've watched, when like, you were in I, Congress, there was a guy that came around the building with a bunch of CDs in his hand, selling them to Congress people. No. <laughs> oh, is that a stockbroker's business? I oh, sorry, I sorry. I wrong, don't wrong industry. <laughs> is that what happened in Florida? Yes. Oh, oh my really? God. Guys would come into the office because they knew we were just like degenerates, and they would, they would, <laughs> they would have like a, a case, you know, like those old CD cases you would have in your car. They would you have see cases. Weekend at Bernie's? Yes, right. They would have cases, and they would just be like, "Hey, this is you know whatever the newest movie was. Hey, man, wow. we got it. All right, they would just sell them five bucks each. You know, we'd be like, yeah, whatever, we'll take them. We like the hustle more than anything. You know, like, all right, I appreciate it." And the movies were, you know, they were good sometimes. I saw so many movies that way. <laughs> Just, does, does the cameraman, like, eat popcorn in the background? No, like, no. These like, were, like, crunching? professionals, bro. Okay? <laughs> They're professionals. They're professionals. Professionals. I saw Reservoir Dogs like that. You know. That's a, that, that seems like a very appropriate movie to see that way. Uh. Because what I would do, I mean, I love movies. Did you I like that to... movie? Yeah, I like Lovers of War Dogs. It was a good movie. Would you like it if you went back and watched it like right now? Would you like it? Yeah, I saw it like two years ago. It was good. Did you? It was a good movie. There was I one, mean, there was a debate about like some of the, 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 um, to me, know, it's standing the test of time. I'm not going to argue with That's a Quentin Tarantino one, right? Yeah, but not all of his are classics. No, I understand. I understand. Like, no, Bill, one... like that's just crazy. I mean, like I don't even like that shit. There, there is one that. Um, um, but, 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 oh, Boondock Saints, I think was was one that like yeah. they, someone was debating, like really go back and watch it and see if you still like it, like with through your twenty twenty eyes. Gotcha. Yeah, I don't know about that one. I mean, it's hard because cinematography. Yeah. It's so so much better now. 
I mean, but there's still some classics. Like I still like westerns, and we're not talking about some yeah. crazy cinematography. No, I know, but I can't watch that. Depending on how far back you go, really, because, like it just looks corny. Like it's like you know how they filmed it, and like the acting isn't that great. And you're like, all right, they only had like five actors to choose from, so they got this guy. That's how I feel. Like it's just like basketball. Like when you watch like Bill Russell play, you know, Wilt Chamberlain or whatever, you're like, these are the only really two good players. I mean, there's plenty of other players that were, you know, good enough. But like now, like the kid and like, you know, playing AU ball that's six foot nine could beat Wilt Chamberlain at the time. I'm, I'm sorry. Like they just could because they could jump higher. They're more physical. They play against better competition. And, like, Will Chamberlain scored 100 points in a game. I think if we had fans, we'd be starting getting hate mail right now. Probably. I don't don't know enough about anything you just said, but I'm pretty sure I know (laughs) about, like, you could could say the same thing in a different sport that I maybe know know more about. Or you could say the same thing about being, like, you know. Well, here's the thing, though, right? It's like I, I play chess a lot. And it's the same thing as that. The guys that played, like, you know, grandmaster level chess back, you know, 50, 60, 70 years ago, you know, the Bobby, even before Bobby Fischer, like, they have, like, such a severe knowledge deficit compared to the new people because they have data, because they know all of the games that were played up until now. So once you learn, like, different scenarios, yes, there are. 10 to the 47th power moves so like you know infinite number of moves essentially they still have more of a knowledge base today and that's the same thing i look at with sports like basketball you know football etc in football they are trying to like dumb it down a little bit so maybe the football players of the old days were probably a little bit more physical a little bit you know more like you know tough just mentally tough but to be an nfl football player today Think about the rigorous, like, shit you had to go through to get there. Like, you know, to be the the football player like Joe Montana, to be Joe Montana, and I'm only using him as an example. He's probably, you know, you know, that quarter quarterbacks aren't the toughest position, right? But to be Joe Montana, you went through a lot of different, a lot different, like, path than what you're going to be to be the new quarterback, the new top quarterback, the next Tom Brady. So same thing with basketball. There's so much competition. So many people want to be there. So many excellent athletes want to be at the top, want to be in the NBA. That like people that aren't even making the NBA today would have killed the league, in my opinion, 60 years ago. Killed it. You're talking about like a kid in college that's a D1 school like Villanova or Duke that isn't going to be a professional today in 2020. You put him in the 1960s against Bob Cousy, he's locking that motherfucker up. <laughs> like, that's just, you know, sorry. Like, I know we'd be getting a lot of hate mail, but that's just it. But the thing is, you wouldn't be, you wouldn't have the people today if you didn't have Bob Cousy, you know, if you didn't yeah. have Pistol Pete. And I love Pistol Pete. That guy was, you know, I had like three videos of his. <laughs> you know, like I used to walk down my block in, in Atlanta, like just dribbling between my legs, around my back, you know, just like just trying to get the moves down. So, like, I get it. But Michael Jordan isn't going to be the greatest forever. 
you know, there's going to be somebody else. There's going to be somebody else 20 years from now. Yeah. Well, the thing I, I, I think that goes <clears throat> with Michael Jordan is the time in the 90s, larger than the 90s, where things I'll be more specific than things, but like where there was an evolution of, you know, branding. Yeah. Um, his participation in some of that from not only like an artist perspective, but I mean, yeah. like his, you know, his ownership of some of the revenue, whether it's Gatorade or I oh, mean, he was so smart. Jordans or Nike. I mean, yeah, I mean, he was super smart. Obviously, he was doing things on the court that were. Above, no, just above and beyond. Yep. I mean, I you know that's a yep. way of a phrase. Um, but then what he was doing off the court was equally groundbreaking. That you put those two things together, and I just knowing what we know now about branding and athlete ownership in some of that messaging and just the iconic, the iconic yeah. nature of that. I don't know. There'll be people who match him probably, but he was a revolutionary on and yeah, off the court. 100%. And like, and I don't know from a skill, I mean, from a skill set perspective. Yeah. I mean, you could potentially, I mean, you, hell, you could probably argue that Kobe is better than him. You could argue that LeBron is better than him just when you're talking about on the court skill set. But I mean, yeah, there is no Kobe flying from yeah. the free throw line who's like right there where he's like it's like a subsect of Nike where it's like Air Jordan yeah, yeah, is yeah, yeah. like no probably the sure. largest selling part of for Nike. sure <laughs> yeah for sure you'd have to you have to find there's no your Black own... Mamba you know subsect yeah. of Adidas to find yeah you have to find your own your own way in the future because yeah like those guys especially Mike I mean he oh my god he, you can't the he would give advice to other basketball players like, Hey man, take equity. Like, because he knew he understood. Yeah. It's like, the reality is that you, you know, yes, I'm only getting paid. He only got paid until his like last two or three seasons. He only got mm-hmm. paid like a million a year right. but to be the best athlete. Mm-hmm. Right. So, but then in his last few seasons, I think he made like, you know, 30, he made like a hundred million over like three years, which was, you know, it was like, all that stuff. I'm good at that. Probably <laughs> playing for the Bullets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the Wizards. Yeah. Oh, did they, mean, they already moved? Did they already yeah. change to the Wizards by the time yeah, Jordan was there? Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, those are the Wizards. Yeah. Yeah. I actually thought I was being precise yeah. when I said Bullets, but I didn't realize it already changed. Yeah, the wi- the Wizards. Which whatever, but yeah, I mean, he made thirty million his last two years with the Bulls, and I guess he made probably somewhere in that ballpark playing for the playing for the Wizards a couple of years. Mm-hmm. But that was after he came out of retirement. So nobody was going to, you know, that was like a publicity stunt more than anything, mm-hmm. you know. Player but coach it, type of thing. But here's the thing. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. But he was, he wanted to own the Wizards. Like, he set himself Well, he owns up. the Charlotte Bobcats. Yeah, yeah. Because the Wizards fucked up. Not to say they fucked up. The guy, you know, obviously Snyder. Was it Snyder? Whoever it is. that It's not Snyder. It's somebody else. But... He set it up with Jordan, or Jordan thought that he was going to have a piece of the business after he retired, retired. And the guy kind of screwed him over, I think. Yeah. So Jordan's like, all right, forget it. And the guy that owned the Bobcats was um, the guy that started BET, Robert Johnson, I think, at the time. And it wasn't yeah. the Bobcats, then it was like the Hornets. 
Yes, right. So it's the Charlotte Bobcats now. So like Jordan got a little piece, and now he owns you know the majority of it. I think but like the majority now, he yeah. he would have been the majority owner of the Wizards. Like he was setting himself. Think about Michael Jordan being in DC, man. That'd be great. I know. I know. <laughs> well, it's also strange to mean like I obviously this is a level of business that that you know I am not. <laughs> you know, attuned to obviously, but uh, maybe someday in life I will be, but I don't know, like you better be on the same page with somebody, especially Michael Jordan. And like, at the end of the day, like who wants to be the person who's like anybody who could say like, Oh, this person screwed over Michael Jordan. Like, why would you like, I just, I mean, I know business is business, but it seems like you could be very clear on the same page of this is what's going to happen now. And in the future, (laughs) never to be in a a scenario where Michael Jordan's like, that guy screwed me. Yeah, I don't know like what the what the actual nobody knows other than though you know the organization and, and MJ I guess what the actual terms of the deal well, yeah, yeah what the sure. actual terms would have been. Sure. But I do remember seeing even at the time I was thinking to myself because it was like early two thousands I was like oh wow you know like that would be awesome if MJ owns the Wizards you know a piece of it. How did that yeah. name come about? I'm going on a little bit of a tangent. Know, this is clearly, I mean, Washington is changing its football <laughs> team name. And this is not the first time this city has dealt with, like, the changing of a franchise name. Why? Where did Wizards come from? Because, you know, I mean, maybe the Capitals, well, the Capitals existed whenever they were changing it. Yes. And the Nationals are too new, so that wasn't something. But I, I don't know. It just seems... I don't know. Wizards just seem so far like out of the like the colors are not like kind of, you know, the, the Redskins are burgundy. The caps are more of a, you know, just like a true red. Yeah. I don't understand how they just were like, no, let's go with some other color scheme that's completely different than like what the city is used to with its two right. franchises. Like I just Wizards, where did that come from? You got me. You got me. I mean, yeah, it is it's weird. But they but they've come back in recent years to, you know, the red, white, and blue that every other. Yeah, that's true. They so like, I know it was weird that. in the beginning. It was like, that's you true. know, it was like, like just blue purple and black. white and purple. Yeah, it was weird, weird colors. But now they come back around to the color scheme. But I don't know. Wizards, uh, it doesn't even make any sense. Washington Wizards. I don't know. They pulled it out of a fucking hat, I guess. <laughs> oh, they probably. My guess is they paid paid a good amount of money to have like a, you know, they should have just a been consulting some... firm and like a research firm right. do a good amount of work on it, and that's what they came up with. I don't think it was just random, but it just, yeah, I don't know. I guess but I just, know, I don't know. I guess I wish they Jobs were all the capitals, they were firm. all the nationals, or all. <laughs> we've said this about the football part. I mean, yeah. I wish it was just like the Washington Football Capitals or the Washington yeah. Football Nationals. Yeah, just be the Washington yeah. Football Team. The Washington basketball team. The well, no, Washington I just mean, I just wish, well, because I mean, like, if you ever listen to Chris Berman when he's talking about the New York Giants, he says the New yes. York football Giants. Yes, exactly. the San Francisco Giants used to be in New York. Yes, yes. baseball. Yeah. So just call them the Washington football capitals. The, <laughs> the Washington capitals football. But see, that wouldn't make sense because you're already, the capitals left. To go to LA, then you could rename your football team the Capitals. But since they're still here, like the New York Giant football team came after the baseball team left, I think. 
Oh, I actually, oh, I didn't. It, that, that's I a think, good point. That would be why, because I didn't know that. I, I figured that it was all, that's a good point. Let me find out. Let me find that, out. That's, that's a very logical answer to my question, if that's the case. I mean, I could be totally wrong, but like, okay, so, yeah, the oh, both of them left, obviously. Because he had the Dodgers, too, remember? The Brooklyn Dodgers. Dodgers. Yeah. yeah, Brooklyn Dodgers. Yeah. They both left. They both left. The Giants and the Dodgers. Uh-huh. They left. But back then, the, I, if I, I think the Mets didn't exist back then. So I think it was the Yankees, the Giants, and the Dodgers. Yeah, so the timeline is, yeah, pretty interesting. So here's the timeline, right? The timeline, yeah, I guess, it, I guess they were around at the same time. That's so interesting, isn't it? Yeah, the football giants. I guess you could do that here. Fuck it. I, that's should. the thing. You should I do don't it. know. You should I mean, do it. Call them the yeah. Nationals. Yeah. Call them the well, Capitals. Yeah. I, I mean, there's probably a branding and, like, profit yeah. share. There's got to be something. You couldn't use the same logo. You probably use a similar logo. I, I, I don't know. Yeah. Again, this is a business decision, that, and there's probably a very logical reason why people wouldn't want to do it. It just seems like it'd be a little bit, it'd be neat, I guess, from like a citizen's perspective, if it were like we were all the same, you know. It's just it is story. weird, right? Like, why would you have two teams named the same thing? I don't know. I don't mind Washington football team personally. It's fine. Just call them the Washington. I actually don't Washington. mind it either. I wish with burgundy and burgundy and gold. Yeah, we've talked. I think we talked about this on the previous podcast. Yeah. I mean, like, w- w- I know that it's temporary that they're the Washington football team, and that right. by the time the twenty twenty one season rolls around, they'll be called the Red Tails or the Red Wolves, or yeah, something, something probably. along those lines. But I, I guess I just think it'd be interesting if they just kept it. Like, I guess for the business part of like, you know, what is their name? Well, they're the Washington football team, and they just are referred to as the Burgundy and Gold. Yeah, the Burgundy and Gold. Yeah, I guess it's like. Who was like Notre Dame, the Fighting Irish? I don't know what you could name. It would be very interesting. I like, I like. The, I mean, I don't know. I might get one of those shirts. I might get a T-shirt that says Washington Football Team. What do they call them the Washingtonians? The Washingtonians. There it is. There it is. Because I guess you can. Well, the paper. You know, you get the the Washingtonian paper or the uh, magazine might have something to say about that. I don't know. It's tough, man. It's hard nowadays. That's what I was saying. Is like there's so, like it was, and I'm not trying to make light of it because I'm glad that there was the trailblazers and the forefathers of sport and you know business, but like coming into today, there's so much more competition for names, for yeah. customers, for attention, for just everything. Mm-hmm. That like it's you know, it's really, it's really tough to come up with something that, you know, is unique and novel. And I don't know, they're still going to have, I think you're still going to have the, what is it? The, the feather in the hat or the feather on the ball. Right. And some of these, for you know, the red skin, the, the Indian feather, I don't know if they're going to still have anything associated no. with that at all. No, it was a W. I actually know uh... their helmet. No, excuse me. Excuse me. Their uh, helmets are just a num. Their number, their player numbered. number. Oh, gotcha. now, there's no. I don't think there's any imagery at all. Oh, at all. Huh. And maybe maybe a like gold W or a uh, you know yeah gold W. I think that gotcha. like that's similar probably to like the Washington Huskies. Oh, gotcha. 
It's just some, you know, like Times New Roman capital W. Yeah, it's rough. And all the players, it kind of looks like, uh, you know, like throwback of like Nebraska or like Penn State. Like their yeah. helmets just – their helmets are like burgundy with right. a gold number. Right. Or, wow. vice, or probably sometimes vice versa. Well, speaking of uh, burgundy, Alabama. Yeah. University. I, mean, I guess we'll see if any of these college college balls. How are. many people – okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Like, okay. If – I mean, first of all, I don't. They. I don't think they shut down yet. But I don't know if they're having in-person classes. I. I don't. Mm. I. I. I saw that number. You and I texted about it after the podcast. Yeah. It's like upwards of like five, six hundred people have got it already in Tuscaloosa. Yeah. <sighs> Which that's what they've confirmed. <laughs> I mean, you right. got to think that it's probably three times higher than that. Yeah, probably not. I mean, if they're telling you that, that's probably. Because they have to tell you the number. Well, no, I'm saying. I, are you I, talking I'm about people that I haven't been numbers. tested? Have people haven't been tested? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, probably. Well, I don't think, that, I don't think to cover up. I just think that for every person who's tested positive, there's probably at least two people who haven't. Yeah, I just wonder. Yeah, the faculty and the staff are the most at risk, obviously. But it's going to be interesting to see what. Ha- Again, it's all the same thing to me. Interesting to see. You got to wait and see. You know, it's like. You ever see that movie Charlie Wilson's War? Oh yeah, yeah. I'm like the the dude. The Zen master. Right? Yeah. yeah, I'm like, yeah, I yeah, gotta wait. Let's just wait. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Because when you do something, you have you know, they always unintended consequences. So, you know, I don't think Alabama shut down though. So well, I mean, I'm like, sure they're, I think they're definitely doing classes differently. I don't think this is just like an academic school uh, year. That's, gotcha. I don't think they're mirroring 2019. I mean, I definitely think they took well things into consideration. I saw a picture mass of students standing outside of like a fast food chain because I think that the university had limited the amount of people who could be in the you know student unions and the cafeterias, and so they had limited so much that there were people who were hungry. So they started flooding out to like you know right. Jimmy John's and there's like lines of people not socially distancing. Well, I mean, you're good. You know what I mean? Like, it's just human nature. These kids yes. are like, well, I can't go in the student union. So I got to go over here and get a burger. Of course. And then like when yeah. 50 of them think of it at the same time and they're yes. not socially distancing. Now you just have a problem down the block at a yes. company as opposed to in the student union. Exactly. It's the same no, 100%, issue. 100%. You know what I just realized, bro? That you got to go? No, I just realized that I fucked up. This weekend, I told my sister I'd give her a call. And it's never good when you tell somebody in your family you're going to call them and then you don't call them. <laughs> and you got to go, you got to go, you got to get no, 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 no. I just, I just got to remember to give her a call. I got, I got, you know what I mean? Like, I don't have to leave. I don't have to leave the conversation, but I got to call her today. Cause she, uh, she had an interview. The reason, you know, when, when you started talking about Alabama, when we started talking about Alabama, I started thinking about UGA, which mm-hmm. she works at. She's um, a part of their technology department. And now I look like a real asshole big brother, basically. But because, like, wait a minute. You were supposed to call her last weekend. And didn't... No, no, no. This Sunday. Yeah, last Sunday. Like two last days ago. Sunday. Three days ago. God. Yeah. I like, yeah, I'll I think, call you. I, I, it's your sister. I think she'll I, – I, I, I think there's a better chance than not. This Bro, year. she's young. She doesn't probably care. But, like, at the same time, you, you know – when you tell somebody you're going to call them, you should call them. 
Yeah. Or you should just not tell somebody you're going to call. Be like, hey, I'll talk to you later. You know, and then surprise them with a phone call. So it just made me think about that because of Alabama. I started thinking about UGA and like their response because they have in-person classes. Like it's mandatory if you go to class. Other, I mean, maybe the professors have their own schedule that they're like, okay, you know, I'm 70. I got a heart condition. Don't come to my class, (laughs) you know, or whatever. But, you know, the, the university itself is mandating that you go to class. So, and then that just got me on the same line of thinking like, damn. My sister, my sister just graduated. She works in the technology department, but she's interviewing for no at Notre Dame for like oh, a new position. Exciting. So hopefully, and she was interviewing last week. So I told her I'd call her and you know hear all about it. So you know we'll see. But that being said, I mean, will everybody at Alabama get it now that five hundred sixty-six people got it? I mean, that's fifty thousand kids there. Hmm. So. How many people? How many people have to get it before they shut down? I don't know. Because they didn't. I don't know. Because here, you know, you have AU, Georgetown, Catholic, you know, and then you have GW and in the city, really. And I think they all went online only. I think so. Because they, you know. Hey, that's a lot of kids. Because they didn't want 550 people to get it the second week they arrived, which I'm sorry, but this was going to happen. Oh, of course it was. Of course it was. But there was no way. I don't like, here's the thing is, I have a suspicion that it was going to happen even if it was 2021. I can't, at the point we're at right now, I can't really argue with you. So I just. I mean, you asked, you asked how many people, you know, like you know, all many, of them, how many licks does it take to get to the center <laughs> of, the, of the tipsy pop? I don't really know how many, how, how many students, you know, you just sounded like real creepy to the young is people. Is a thousand <laughs> students? Is that the magic number where they're like, this is a bad idea. Let's send them home. I mean, I don't know. How many licks does it take? That is it's 999. No, let's keep going. And then like the next day, it's a thousand. They're like, oh, man, it's too high. Let's go home. Yeah. Like, what is their number internally? How I many- don't know. What is their number internally? Where they're like, Gary, this one yes. is, this is the, it's gone too far now. 5,000. I think 10%. <laughs> maybe. It's maybe. Yeah. 10%. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Because at all these universities, they do have, they're still putting a mask policy together. But the thing yeah. is, is once they get to like, once they get to a certain percentage of the population, can't they just turn around that same day and be like, well, we have herd immunity now? Yeah, maybe, maybe if if it is immunity though, because because you know it has to be like a percentage of the population had it, and had, you know it depends on these kids. In the next two weeks, if you start seeing kids dying, and well, some shut, of them might. They probably shut down. But some if nobody dies, then, you know, maybe well, that's a, Yeah, so some of them might. And then you see this report, and there was somebody, I think, who's a Hong Kong resident, uh, got it again. Yeah. Has gotten COVID again. Yeah. So, I, I mean, like, that. is there her immunity? I, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I We're don't so know. funny, though. Know. We're like, we'll believe that somebody got it from China again, but we won't believe their data. You know, like we're going to selectively believe what we get, the information that we come out of China. Yeah, we believe that piece. Yeah, I should have I should have opened that last sentence with allegedly. <laughs> you know, I'm just I saying. I should have said like, allegedly. I, sh- I should have no, no, said allegedly. But, you know, you hit it but on you're the right. head. 
But you're right. <laughs> like, we, what are we? But <laughs> it's just funny how we do that. Like, oh, their numbers are bogus. But yeah, we'll believe this guy got it twice. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he did. I mean, I, you know. Well, I guess is... maybe you fear the worst, in which probably is more the case of what I was doing, where you're saying they're underreporting because I'm fearful that's worse than it is. Yes. And then on top of that, when they say something like, well, this person in Hong Kong got it a second time, I'm like, probably a lot of people have got it a second time and you're yes. underreporting that. I mean, like, I, but that's, but I have no knowledge of it and I'm just fearing, I'm being fearful. Yeah. Well, mask up, social distance. Don't be in a protest, you know, path. <laughs> I mean, don't be, in a, don't be what? Don't be in the path of protesters if you don't want to yeah. be exposed. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I don't know. It's just like, I get it. Don't go to college. Sorry, you don't have, get to have fun this year. I don't know. It's it's like a it's a trade off. I think if I was, I think if I was a freshman, I might take a gap year, depending on what kind of job I would be able to get. You know, like if I was working at a golf course, take a year off maybe. Be like, let's just see what happens. You know, I'll hone my golf game and you know be able to have free golf while. You know, I make a little bit of money, whatever, and I'm still living with my parents. I'm just thinking about what the attitude would be. But if I'm like, if I'm a I junior. I thought about it. Yeah. If I'm a junior going into my senior year, nah, I'm good. I'm going to finish. I'll I'll go to class. I'll wear a mask. Yeah. I'm, I'm young. It's not going to bother me. Yeah. yeah. I already have my, for what it's worth, depending, I was never in a fraternity, but if you have like your set group of friends, then that penny (laughs) then what you do is you can't just like leave really you just stay around your friends you try to keep a tight 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 knit group where it's like hey you know if if ricky over here is out you know hanging with different people that may be susceptible then you just be like ricky what the fuck are you doing stop that you know like i don't know you keep it you keep it tight that that's how I would think about it. If you're a sophomore, junior, senior. Yeah, I I, I tend to agree with you. <clears throat> Coming in as a freshman, I probably wouldn't see my family. I wouldn't want to yeah. be around my grandparents. I mean, right. I'd be, you know, like, hey, I'm choosing to make these more risky decisions, and in doing so, like, we had to do a lot of FaceTiming because I'm not seeing. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But you know, the other the only other thing I think that I would do differently if, like, I were, you know, say I'm in. I'm a 2020 high school grad who had to deal with the spring semester of their yeah. senior year of high school of all yeah. this. And you, they managed to get their diploma and they're now on their, you know, incoming freshman. Yeah. I think what I would do if, if I didn't take a year, which uh, truthfully, I think maybe I would take a year. I think I'm with, with you where I think I, I mean, it stinks, but you know, you just basically hunker down, you know, and then my parents would have me. I just live with my family one more yeah. year, try to make some money, try to save, try to, yep. you know, like just get through it the best you could. I think that I would probably try to take some online like JUCO classes or like community college classes just to get the like prerequisites out of the way. You know, you could take like a math class, presumably yeah. online, because what the community college is offering, as long as the university you'll eventually get into yeah. accepts that credit, yeah. they don't care when you did it or how of you course, did it. Of course. They're either accepting the credit or they're not accepting the credit. And then yeah. on top, the only other thing is on top of that, I think I might be inclined 
with especially in the world we know now, like to do an MIS degree or like some type of coding degree, even though that I'm not really geared towards that, or that's not necessarily something I'd want to be doing. Yeah. But I mean, it's just so important. I mean, and it's something you could be doing socially distant. I mean, like you're just working yeah. on coding, you know, you're coding something. It's a project. I don't know. I don't know about mentality. I don't know my mentality when I was, you know. Yeah, 18. that's the thing. Well, knowing what I know now, knowing what yeah, I know yeah, now. Yeah. But if I put For myself sure. back in my 18 year old body, I'd be like, nah, I don't. I just, I don't want to do that. Yeah, I'd probably. I want to do what I think I want to do, and exactly. I'd probably take free golf. <laughs> you know, like I would be like, eh, I'll take off. I'll be playing a lot of golf. You know, mom and dad will pay for, you know, my meals at night, <laughs> basically. Yeah. You know. Well, I mean, if you were being a caddy, I mean, you could turn around and take the money. I mean, like, you could pay, you could, you could buy dinner twice a week and kind of offset your parents just like, you know. No, nah, but that's not how, you know, that's not how your 18 year old self would think, bro. You know that. You're like, well, that pay. just, I guess that would depend on the, well, so, yeah, but I mean, your parents <laughs> technically could also be like, no, you're not going to do that. But I yes. mean, like, some, you're you know, grown, I guess I'm talking grown, about, the, I'm, I guess I'm just talking about the contract that with your parents of like, hey, you know, we're oh, in a weird sure. situation here. So like, I'm going to chip in and do my, like, thanks for providing a roof over yes. my head for an extra year. Yes. I mean, even though, I mean, I think I moved out when I was a sophomore out of the house because it was a long drive back and forth to the college. Yeah. I and my too. dad paid for like six months, but then he's like, like nah bro you gotta you gotta pay up pay yeah, it I out did, i did the same i, I, I lived like, at home my first two years and then i lived off campus in like just like a cheap apartment i was like okay and when i say cheap i mean cheap i think it was like 385 bucks a month yeah yeah same for an apartment it's like 400 dollars for oh it was a one bedroom or yeah one bedroom yeah it was like a group house ours it was like 400 dollars a month with like four guys it was a pretty big house i mean it was five bedrooms so yeah. yeah, I lived in the same square footage studio apartment in Washington for about two grand that I paid yes. three eighty five for. Oh yeah, hey bro, get more opportunity here. Yeah, more <laughs> opportunity here. Eight eight times the opportunity, or is it more than that? Yeah, you know, that's what you got to uh, think. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I didn't. About... You know, I didn't really give it more. You know, other than just like the novelty of like saying the you know yes. the, the delta of those numbers and saying yes. you know. But I mean, I never. I clearly did it. And I never thought twice about it. Yeah. So I'm inclined to agree with you. It's I mean, just a shocking amount of money when you when you well, take question... it when you take it out of context. Yes. Well, I guess the question is, if you were back in Tulsa, you wouldn't be you wouldn't be in that apartment though. You would have like got a house probably. Like, just forget about the money, just in general. You wouldn't have just stayed in that apartment in Tulsa. You see what I'm saying? Like, okay, let's say you just stayed in Tulsa after college. Would you have just stayed in that apartment until you, you know, 10 years later had a set number, amount of cash? Maybe. You, I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah, it like, depends on who I'd met. depends on what I was trying to do. Yeah. I mean, I, I, my guess is no, to your point. Right. Like, I probably would have done that. But, I mean, yeah. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, I don't know. I think about those things sometimes. And where I'm like, you know, yeah, if, if you're – I mean, because in, in in Miami, in my place is like 1100 1200 for a two-bedroom. So, two-bedroom here, you know, it's probably 2800 2900 you know, but now, but what now. was it? Oh yeah, I don't know. What it, I don't know what it was then. But the prices for you know rentals down there hasn't changed all that much. Well, I I think they've changed here. 
Yes, I would I think, think that in 20, think 2005 that they would have I think been. they have. Probably similar to what you're paying in Miami. Oh, maybe. Maybe, maybe more. Maybe. See, like, that's how I would look at it. Like, that's how – I mean, but granted, if you're in that one-bedroom, that studio apartment or whatever in Tulsa, you're paying a one-bedroom, you're paying probably more now too, though, right? So, I don't know. But, like, the question I have always is – it's just, like, the question of college, right? It's, like, do you spend $160,000 on your school because you're able to, you know, make X dollars more? And it has to be, like – 5x or 3x or do you you know because like let's say you're just gonna get out and you're gonna make 70 a year cleaning drains right (laughs) you know what i mean or and like you don't even have to go to college for that just graduate high school i'm gonna make 70 grand a year for 10 years cleaning drains put away at 600 dollars. you know put away like you know half of that because i don't have to live like you know a wild man and all of a sudden, you have four hundred grand, five hundred grand, six hundred grand, depending on the market, in ten years, right? Like I'm just thinking, like, what would you if I'm if I'm an eighteen year old kid now, and I'm like, okay, I can take on this. If I go to state school, it's cheaper, obviously, right? Especially if there's like in Georgia, there's still things where the, you know, if you have a certain grade point average, you get your college paid for basically. You know, you get a certain amount of money, it pays for your college. So you don't have to worry about it, right? Mm-hmm. So you keep your grade point average above, like, I think it's like a 2.5 or a 3.0, right, throughout. You keep, you know, you keep the money coming. Great. You know, but in some states, that's not the case. And definitely not the case if you want to go to, like, an IV or, you know, a private institution. But as long as that's not the case, if that's the case, then you better have a, a really good, set of parents that can pay for it or you know or at least you know you come from a situation where you know let's say your dad's a doctor a lawyer you know something like that where like okay look i know i can move right in to do something like that right or banker whatever you better have a plan basically to pay 160 grand for college or more versus a state school maybe georgia costs like i think probably like eight grand a year you know 10 grand a year for like in-state tuition. So that's 40 grand. So basically like that, maybe between like, if you're going to clean drains for 50 grand in Georgia versus a hundred grand job when you get, you know, or maybe a 70 grand job when you get out and then you have to figure that out. I guess what I'm saying is for me right now, if you're 18, you really have to think, you know, like how important is it to get this bachelor's degree. How important is it right now for me to go on to school? Because I remember when I was, you know, this is like 98. And I was like to my, you know, my, one of my friends, he was an entrepreneur as you would come by them then. He was like, you're going to college? You're stupid. You should just come work with me. We're already making a hundred grand a year. And it was like, it was a real decision because he owned like this lumber, you know, like he cut firewood, like that's what he did. But he had like, a, you know, a big network in the county. And now his business makes like $2 million a year. So he's like, you're an idiot. 
Well, that's also well, you know. But I was like, I'm playing basketball, so whatever. Well, you know, that's like, the thing. I mean, know. like, there's 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 the one rebuttal, which I think is how a lot of profit is made by institutions. But yeah. I mean, it is the ultimate rebuttal to what you're talking about, and it is what you just said. You get one shot at life. Yes. You do what yes. you want to do. Your 100%. friend wanted to be an entrepreneur, 100%. and your friend wanted to do that, and that's yes. the best answer for him. Yes. If you didn't want to do that, you just spent your entire life. There is no reset button. You just spent your entire life doing something that you didn't really want to pursue. You know, probably not my entire life, but yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I hear what you're saying. A little little, little dramatic there. Yeah. (laughs) You get one one chance to do this. You You make the best decisions for yourself. Yeah. You can always. But your friend wanted to do that, and that's awesome. Yes. And he made the decision for him. I'm just talking about in general, like it was very, it's very interesting because nowadays with COVID it's, you do, it's, you know, there, there are choices now that you didn't have a long time ago. Like you can, if you're good online, right. If you're a a high school senior with 12,000 Instagram followers, for instance, right. And, you know, you're 18, you're posting, you're good at making videos, you're good at these things. You might, you might grow your audience to 100,000, 200,000, who knows? And all of a sudden, every paid post, you're making $500,000, right? And you're like, man, this, if I do the right thing, right, I still probably would say go on, you know, get, a, get some kind of something online. But then, you know, who knows, man? Like, it's such a hard decision because you're right. You only have one life. But that's what makes the decisions harder. Mm-hmm. Because in the past, it was the easy decision. You know, you didn't have as many options. You're just right. like, what are you, you're not going to go to college? You're going to work at fucking McDonald's? You're going to work at Home Depot? Mm-hmm. It's like, eh, you know, I guess. Right? And like, yeah, you could start a business. He already had his business. So like, you know, it was an easy decision for him because he had built it through high school. Yeah. Well, there's also the other thing, and I and I go back to this. I don't think I would have done this because I don't think it was the right decision for me. But there yeah. are still, and we got into it a little bit yesterday. I, I, with everything going on in the world, I probably wouldn't be inclined to do it. But I mean, there are people out there that are like, now's not the worst time to join. You know, being enlisted. Oh, per, right. mem- mem- join the army, right. join the air force, yes. join the Navy. Maybe yes. not if you're kind of willy nilly about it, maybe don't go. Like if you want to be a Marine, you want to, you know, you yes. want to be a Marine. Yes. But I mean, if you're like, Hmm, I could use a four year tour, I could, <laughs> you know? Well, I mean, truthfully, I mean, yeah. like you, you no, basically, you know, like you get trained to do something. And if you go to a recruiting of office and you take a test and the, you know, the United right. States Navy is like, Oh, well, you'd probably right. be doing like, you know, you'd be a load master on a, right. you know, a, a Navy cruiser and yes. like you'd sail the seven seas right. for four years and the pandemic will be over in four years. You'll be trained up on something. You'll be four years older that when you go to college, you'll be that much more worldly and wise. Like you, with looking at what you're looking at and you're making that decision, like say last May or last May, like, say you're making this decision three months ago, like, yes, yes. I mean, maybe there's a world where you go, hey, you know what, I could, I could, I could do a three or four year tour with one of the U.S. services, and they'll help me, with, they'll help me with the GI Bill, so that when I'm a little bit more wise, and this pandemic's over, I'll know yeah. a bit more of what I want to do with my life, and they'll help me pay for it. It's definitely not, <clears throat> it's definitely not a horrible idea, and th- coming from me, like, I, I mean, I went to a 
military college. I was not in the ROTC there, the military mm-hmm. part of it. But a lot of my friends, you know, sure. went on and, you know, when they graduated, they were officers immediately. You yeah, know? you wouldn't or, be that, obviously. Right, right. And you went, you know, or you went, you know, there, some of them went to Ranger School, which was also yep. right there. Oh, well, yeah, right there. Right you know, the so, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that was good. But I remember, okay, so like the the Naval Academy was like recruiting me and, you know, the guy that played basketball. The guy that was like, you're going to college, you're stupid, Tim was his name. And they recruited both of us just, you know, I think they recruited a lot of, you know, tall athletic types to come to the Navy. Sure. And, you know, they were like, yeah, you, you know, we'll see what your year looks like for basketball, blah, blah, blah. But like, you know, obviously we have a basketball team, you know, like everybody, everybody talks about David Robinson, you know, but usually they're not that good. (laughs) Right. So, you know, it's not like, it's not like their football team, right. Mm. The basketball team is not that great. But the, it was an idea. And then during my senior year, there was, God, I mean, the Marines came by the house, you know, in, in, in the county. You know, the Marines came by the house like a half a dozen times, you know. And I never – I was always like, I'm, you know, I'm going to play basketball, right? Even when my shoulder screwed up my senior year. And, you know, looking – this is the thing. Looking back on life now that I'm 40, you start thinking like, maybe that was just a sign at the time. Like I should have been like, you know, I granted, I probably could not have actually been in the military after my shoulder messed up because you have to have physical abilities that I didn't have at the time. So like I had to, I think maybe that was my mindset even because, you know, like you have to, you have to throw a ball a certain amount of, you know, you have to do a certain amount of like physical. Actually, it's not a ball. It's a grenade, but yeah. oh, it's a, yeah, whatever. They don't put, give a grenade to you to do it though in the, in the test, but yes. <laughs> but yeah, I just remember that and thinking like, oh no, I don't want to do that. But looking back, I don't know, like talking to you gives me so much introspection about the past. <laughs> Because I started thinking about these things that I, you know, it's been so long since I sat down. It was like, what happened to me in my senior year in high school? You know, why didn't I go into military service? Because they were hounding me. I mean, it was like. Because you want to play basketball because you're 18. You don't want to go do those things. There wasn't a pandemic that like was maybe, you know, like a potential catalyst. I'm not even saying that I would have gone back and I didn't do it. But it was peaceful time. I didn't even. Yeah, I was gonna say I didn't even want to play tennis. And I love ninety eight. I didn't, I didn't like, want yeah. to get up and play tennis at five a.m. I know that. I didn't want to do that. Nine eight. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I still didn't join the military. Yeah, right. I mean, but well, that's true, I guess. But I'm just thinking, like, were they hounding you too? Did they hound no. you? Yeah. No. See, like, it's so weird. Maybe because I was like a name that people, you know, people knew around my county you know, for basketball. And like anytime some people saw, they were like, Hey John, what's up? You know, like, cause we played a lot of tournaments and stuff like that. It was a big County for basketball. You know, it's like football mm-hmm. County, some places in Georgia, this was a basketball County. Mm-hmm. So I just, you know, I keep thinking like army would come by the Marines. Definitely not really the air force. I don't think we had an air force presence there, but like, you know, the Navy It's just, you know, Thinking back on it, it's interesting because I, 
it wouldn't have been a bad option. I mean, granted, mm-hmm. I would have been coming like I would have been, I guess, finishing my what four year contract is a co- four year contract, right? When you get in, or yeah, so you're finishing your four year contract right as the Gulf War starts, 2002, right? 2001, 2002. So, you know, that would have been a tough one. Mm-hmm. Especially if you had friends, like, man, mm-hmm. I'm leaving. They're like, you're leaving now at mm-hmm. all times. Like, Ooh, right. That's a tough one. You didn't know at the time. You didn't know it been tough, and that and, and the way that scenario could have played out, it would have been, it would have been pretty. Yeah, you're right. It could have that been, would have tough. been tough. Would have been You'd tough. had to stick to your plan and say, "This is my life plan. This is what I'm doing. Yep. I'm going to use the GI Bill to yep. go do, you know, X, Y, and Z. I've right. already applied to colleges. I've gotten right. into these colleges. This is, right. you know, you would have still had your eligibility too. Right. You'd have been playing exactly. basketball later. You'd been a little bigger, a little stronger, a little smarter. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Had my shoulder repaired, probably. Yeah, maybe, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'd probably buy a great, you know, in a military treatment yeah. facility. I know. Think, I mean, thinking about that is not something I want to do, Scott, because that maybe <laughs> that brings a lot of a lot of regrets. Well, into my you could have, yeah, right. right. <laughs> well, you're right. You're right. I mean, because there was a guy that played when I, you know, when I left the team, and um, I guess my start of my junior year. He came from the military, and he was older. He was like 27. Oh, yeah. Chris you know, Winkie like, did that, right? Okay. Or no, he okay. went and played baseball, actually. I yeah. don't think he was in the military. I think he tried to play baseball, then came back, then played at Florida State and won a Heisman. It's been a minute. I don't think he was in the military. He was just older because of, of, of minor league of baseball. baseball. Yeah. Well, whatever the case, I mean, see, that's the thing that I wonder, though, is how many people come back. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And – yeah, I don't know. Because once you get – You have to make it your goal. That's a mindset thing. Yes, like that's, that's the thing. If you're that's like true. to the point of like that's the people true. who you're with who are like, you're getting out now and you're like, yes, this is my goal. This is my – like this is my mindset. Right. This is what I'm doing and I'm sticking to it. Yeah. yeah I think that's what my that, mom did. You are one of those people who go back. <laughs> yeah. Same, same. Of course, oh, I was graduate. I graduated from high school in 2004. And yeah. so that would have been right in the middle of – you yeah. know. Yeah, right. But I mean, that's the that my mom was like, "Don't do that. You're not. You're not doing that." Like that was one thing right. that she was always adamant about. Like she was. Well, that never... was never part of our life plans. Yeah, that was never something that was like. She didn't. You know. She didn't want me to. My grandfather was in the army. The my same, other grandfather same. was in. Same. They grew up during the Vietnam Navy. era. Yeah. There's, there's all. There's obviously a very, you know, the you know civil military relationship. Yes for that generation yes. was much different than it had been in the previous generation. Yes. And probably I think what you're seeing it is right now. So you didn't have those post nine cool eleven world. Those cool, yeah, commercials. You didn't have those cool commercials. Yeah. You know, That's true. from, from the, from the actor. I mean, those commercials are great. If I was a kid now, I might be like, Ooh, this is pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Also like what are the real chances you're doing that job? They're very small nowadays that you because most of like even the you know the wars that we have not many people die anymore 
like well, that. I mean, it's just not like, like they like, were in Vietnam and that. You know what I mean? I mean, it's all it's advertising, and this is you know, I, I one, I unfortunately I've got to start jumping off here in a second, oh, but okay. I would say it's advertising, and they're trying to advertise to a group of people who aren't going to do those jobs anyway. So I mean, like yeah. they're talking, they're showing pilots and like Navy divers, <laughs> and like I mean, you can do those. But the purple that potatoes, they're trying bro, to, well, they, they could do those. You can do those jobs. Right. Don't get me wrong. People are doing that. But I mean, like they're few and far between. And then on top of it, like the people that you're using that commercial to recruit, like that's not what they're going to do. Are they supporting those people on their missions? A hundred percent. Yeah. But I mean, are you really going to be the one that's like behind the F-15? Like, no. Not with these glasses. I mean, like the person who's going to be behind that F-15 is already at like the United States Air yes. Force Academy and right. it's like already training, like yes. mentally preparing for one day to be trained to do that. Yes. They're not at home thinking, what am I going to do with my life? Yes. <laughs> you know, so. Yeah, but not maybe. That maybe that. Not that there's anything wrong they with started. that. It's just, it's just, you know. Maybe now, the started. Marines is a little different. If you're at okay. home and you're, you know, jacked athlete with the right mindset. Yeah, and you're thinking I might want to be a Marine, and they're showing you what it is to be a Marine. Like that's a very like cut and dry like contract. Right, like you right. know what you are when you're a Marine. They're showing right. you on TV what you are when right. you're a Marine, and you're gonna go be a Marine. Yeah, the Mar- the few, the proud, the Marine. Right. They had to do and, like, and there's commercial put the yeah, sword exactly. like right here, like, like yeah, that's gonna say that that is what you're going to do. But the, yes. otherwise, like when the Air Force shows you something, you're like, well. I mean, like, you're the dude in the background who's, like, yes. passing that piece of paper. <laughs> I think I was just too much of a little bitch to want to do any military service, to be honest. Same. No, exactly. Same. You know. I mean, like, and there's, you know, we're not the only two people who are like that, you know. Of course, yes. There's, but, there's a lot of people who have all the respect in the world, but, I mean, at the same time, like, it's just, I mean, I was yeah. too much of a... Yeah. Uh, too soft, I'll just say that. Right, soft. It's too soft yeah. to go do it. Yeah. So nobody was pushing anyway. me into it. Anyway, all right, man. You all gotta right. go. I do need to go. So right. we'll, we'll do another one again, maybe on Friday or something. Yes, to talk about our golfing adventure tomorrow morning, bro. Mm-hmm. So I'll see you tomorrow morning. If I don't talk to you before then, what time do you plan on getting out I'm there? I'm probably gonna get if I can do if I can get finished with like my morning routine here around eight. I'll leave at eight, eight fifteen. Oh wow, okay, yeah. So Perfect. I'll probably get out there like eight thirty, eight forty. Yeah, I was thinking. Yeah, I was thinking between eight thirty and eight forty five for myself. Because so, okay, I don't know that I'll give enough time to like hit a couple of balls, but yeah, it's a course that it doesn't really matter. Man. You know, because it's pretty wide open. If you hit one That's to good. the left, you're you know you're only a five yards offline. Okay, but all right, man. I'm excited. Okay, buddy. I want to see you tomorrow. Yep. Talk to you soon, man. Okay, bud. Take care. Bye.